Good evening, guys. Uh, welcome back to the Hollywood Girl and Rock Show. This is Elizabeth Milan. This is Mike McDaniel's. And uh, today is um, March thirtieth, twenty twenty-two. You know, it took a, oh, a whole month for us to come up with a new episode, but uh, here we are again. And today we have an awesome guest. Uh, you know, she uh, she's very nice. Uh, she gave me the opportunity to start in a sh- you know before the beginning of the pandemic. Unfortunately. We couldn't uh, do it, you know, because COVID started. But yeah, she's uh, an awesome comedian. Uh, please welcome uh, the beautiful and talented uh, Margo Evans. Uh, welcome to the show, Margo. Hey, y'all. How are you today? Awesome. Good. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, we'd like uh, to start by asking you some questions. Uh, so first off, uh, how did you get started in comedy? Um, I've been doing comedy for about, uh, let's see, a little over 10 years and I have been one to be naturally funny and people have asked me, why aren't you a comedian? Why aren't you a comedian? I'm like, I don't know. I just know that I'm funny naturally. Um, but I don't know how to put it into, you know, being funny for everybody. Um, but then after a while, what people telling me that I said, okay, let me figure this thing out. And I went to, I took a class, Greg Dean's comedy, um, class, and I learned how to put my natural funny talents into making everybody laugh. And it was on from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, it's, it's awesome. You know, that you were able to, uh, get started and uh, do something that you love so much. Yes, for sure. Uh, what do you like more about comedy? Um, what I like, I like making people laugh. I just like seeing people laugh and being happy. I'm a, I'm the type of person that can't stand um, awkward silence. Like I can't just stand silence. So if I if I'm sitting in a crowd or with people and it's just silence for no reason. I want to figure out something naturally. It just, it's not like I'm trying to do a bit or anything, but just naturally to bring people to laugh or think about something. So I just love to see the smiles on people's face. And that's what makes me enjoy comedy. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, Margo, if you were not doing comedy, what would you be doing? Um, probably be dead. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> if I wasn't doing comedy, what would I be doing? Well, I actually, during the pandemic, um, I learned that I like to cook and that my, my, um, fiance and I started a new restaurant, um, called Pastrami on the Run. And I really enjoy that. Like if I wasn't, I do have a nine to five. I'm, I work in human resources and then I also do comedy on the side. I, I'm a double agent as I call myself. Um, but if I didn't have a nine to five and I didn't have comedy, I think I would work full time in that restaurant. I really would. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Mm, nice. Mm. Yeah. And it, it requires a lot of discipline to work in a restaurant. Like me, for example, I like cooking as well. But, you know, it's a, it's a lot of responsibility. So, you know, it's, it's awesome to meet people who uh, would want to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were your plans in comedy prior to the pandemic? 
Um, my plans prior to the pandemic. Oh my God, we had so much, so many things planned. I'm so mad. Okay, let me not even let me not even um dwell on it right now. <laughs> so mad. Because <laughs> the beginning of the year, we had the federal bar in um Long Beach. We had the winery, which was right down the street in Long Beach. The winery asked us to pick up a couple of more days, and so did the federal bar. Um, they wanted they were opening up a new uh, section, so they wanted us to do the section we were in, and then also this new section that they were doing. Um, and it was just so promising. I had people asking me to host shows. They were just going, it was going uphill, and I was feeling so good, and I was booking people, and like Elizabeth, I'm like, okay, yep, we got people, we got people. <laughs> so happy and then it shut down and it was like okay we're not this is our last show like this is it <laughs> we can't do it anymore <laughs> like ah it was the worst <laughs> Yeah, it's completely relatable because uh, I was in a similar situation, you know, not only because of what I mentioned at the beginning of the show is because we had more open mics here in Orange County, for example, you had Anchor Bar, which is unfortunately closed down now. And you also had Chapter One, but a lot of, you know, the places that are still open, you know, the places who survived the pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, they don't want to do a lot of them don't want to do open mics. Most of them is just uh, shows, you know, like mm -hmm. you're an established comedian and they book you and then you know you uh you're on a show you know that that kind of thing right right and i i, I haven't been to any open mics i'm i'm still a little shy right now to go back on the mic the last time i was on the mic was it was last year um at the end of last year i did a show for my friend because she asked me um but prior to that i wasn't doing it because a lot of comedians were sick and they were still performing on the mic that we all share and I you know when we talk we spit and I just kept seeing spit droplets going on that mic and I was like I can't <laughs> I really cannot do this I cannot do it so I haven't been up I've, I've been to a couple of shows and I'm I'm building back the momentum of like I'm, I'm starting to like okay I'm ready I need to get back on stage but it's getting there. It's getting there. I do miss it. I miss it a lot. Oh, that, that's actually, you know, pretty true. Even for, because, you know, I, I like music. I'm a guitarist. Uh, a lot of musicians and bands have been canceling left and right because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Which is so sad. It's just really sad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. And are you working on any projects at the moment? Not right now. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm making my rounds. I'm just getting back into the the comedy uh, clubs and just seeing, watching people. You know, trying to get my juices flowing again, and so I can get that bug and just say, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm. I'm not ready right now, but every time I'm in the club, I'm like, oh, I can go up there. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. But then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, what are your plans for the future? Um, you know, I really would like, so, okay, so I am, I'll be 50 this year and I want to, I'm not, I want to right now I am planning to retire early. So in order to do that, I'm trying to just figure out what that looks like. Um, you know, how much money do I need to actually make in order to support my family and you know the things that we have 
to do. I want to continue with our restaurant. Um, I want to build another one. Um, and then I want to travel. I want to go around and just travel, do comedy like around the world in different places. If I can do that's like my dream situation. <laughs> my dream situation. So if I could do that, I will be so happy. Wow. Yeah, that's um I would say that that's a lot of comedians' dreams. So yeah, we we wish you the best, you know, because it's it's always great when you're able to do what you like and uh, make your dreams come true at the same time. Yes, of course. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, recently, we actually did not see the Oscars, you know, but I will say uh, the elephant in the room situation is, you know, this whole uh, Will Smith slapping uh, Chris Rock. A lot of people are saying different things. So uh, what do you think about it? Was it real? Was it staged? <laughs> you know what? Okay, so I didn't watch the Oscars. That's just not my thing. I don't watch those shows. You know, I, I wait for the highlights to come out. Well, the highlights came out before the show was even over. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? You know, people, you see Twitter and Facebook, like, yo, he slapped. I'm like, who slapped? Who? What happened? So I went online and, you know, they already had the videos and everything up. And I'm like, what? I'm like, this is not real. It's just like, no way that this is real. But when I seen Will's face, when he was like, keep my, my wife's name out your effing mouth, I was like, oh no, his whole face is like turned a whole different situation. Like, he's mad. Like, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's really pissed. And he's a great actor, but that right there was real. Like, his facial expressions were real. I thought when he walked up and did the slap or whatever, I was like, oh, that was fake. That was, look at him smiling, walking back or whatever. But when they panned back to him and he yelled that, I was like, oh, yeah, that right there is like, he's pissed. He's really pissed. But I'm not on his side. I think that he, I think he overstepped. I feel like um, I didn't know Jada had a, had a, a condition, you know, until this happened. Um, I don't know if Chris Rock did or didn't know if Jada had a condition, but he made a joke. He said, G.I. Jane, too, you know, and pointed to her because she had short hair, not because she had alopecia. Like that wasn't even he didn't say, oh, you got alopecia. You should be on Jan uh, G.I. Jane, too. He didn't say that. He just made reference to G.I. Jane, too, being a bald headed lady. And to her and said that. And I don't get why everybody is like, oh my God, he shouldn't have made fun of her medical condition. I was like, what did he say? <laughs> what did he say? I just, I just, I just did not get it. So he should have waited. I think he should have been man enough to wait, even if he had to walk behind Chris Rock after he got off the stage and had a conversation with him. But for him to go on stage and slap a man. Oh no, that's you. That's uncalled for. That's not cool at all. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's it's funny because a lot of people are saying different things. They're saying, "Oh, it was all staged so that uh, the the Oscars could increase their ratings," and other people are saying, "You know, it was real because you know, kind of like what you're saying right now that he looked really mad." And some people are siding with Will Smith saying, oh, you know, he shouldn't have made fun of her because of her condition. But, you know, like you said, 
maybe he didn't know, but other people are siding with Chris Rock because they're saying he's a comedian. He was doing his job, you know, because sometimes you got to make jokes out of uh, at the expense of other people, you know, and so it wasn't correct for uh, Will Smith to be violent and, you know, strike him like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. It didn't, he didn't have to go that far. Even if he would have yelled from his seat and said, keep my, my wife's name out of your mouth, Okay, then we would have known he was mad, but you know he could have brought it back down and then later had a conversation with with him. Like, don't go slapping the body. That's just crazy. Yeah, that's why I say instead of uh, talking about this so much, why don't we just remember the time in which uh, Jim Carrey almost kissed Will Smith at a at an award show? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny because, you know, the way Will recoiled at that moment that he didn't want to be kissed, like, mm-hmm. that that was funny. Yeah, and, and nobody was injured, you know, so we, right. we should just remember the, the happy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, uh, and, and that's so out of character of Will. Like, we've never seen Will just, you know, go buck wow like that. Like, never. I've never seen him, you know, go crazy like that. And for whatever reason, he felt the need to do it. He said, you know, you oh, you know, I hear see people saying, oh, he protect he's protecting his wife. From what? Words? You protecting your wife from words? Like uh, Amy Schumer and um uh Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall, all comedians, and they made fun of people that were in the audience. That's the Oscars. That is the Oscars. They make fun of people sitting in the audience the whole time. So mm-hmm. The joke was made and she could have, she could have not liked it. That's fine. I'm sure some of the stuff don't land. And he even called it. He was like, what? It's a G.I. Jane joke. What? You know? And then he was about to go on about his business. And here come Big Willie Style. I want to come walking on the stage. He was like, oh, okay. Here is still, he did not expect for Homeboy to come and smack him in the face. That was not even, his hands were behind his back. Like he thought he may have like say something, but to smack him, he wasn't ready for that. <laughs> you just wasn't ready for it. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we all like, uh, I, I think that's another reason why comedians are siding with Chris Rock is because of his reaction after the slap. You know, if he would have gotten mad and slapped them back and, you know, there would have been a whole fight, they would have said, oh, you know, they were both wrong. But since he just took it, uh, he made comedy out of the whole slapping situation as well, then uh, maybe that's another reason why uh, comedians are, are siding with him, you know, because of his reaction. Yeah. Yeah. He was very professional um, with it. And um, he, he continued on. You could tell he was flustered because he was like at the when he was about reading the prompter. He's like, I'm here to give a documentary. And like, no, you're here to give an award. We know you're flustered right now. But he brought it all back and then he did what he had to do. And he got off the stage and he's selling tickets like crazy now, like his first show. Uh, his first comedy tour show is tonight in Boston. They sold out. They are taking everybody's phones because I'm sure he has plenty to say. <laughs> right. And, and people probably thought that it was going to have an opposite effect, right? They were going to say, oh, he, cancel culture is going to go after him because he was making fun of Jada because of her condition. But it had the opposite effect. But, you know, uh, we also wish uh, Chris Rock the best of luck. You know, if we could, we would see one of his shows because, you know, he's one of the funniest comedians of all time. So, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. The the in the last shows that he have will be out here at the Dolby Theater where he got slapped. So that's just going <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's gonna be really awesome there. Like, I, but the tickets are gonna be so high. So I'm like, mm. oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> after this, yeah, uh, the price increased because of a slap at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be high. So I'll just wait for the Netflix uh, special to come out. I'm sure something gonna come out. I know. So what do you think, Mike? How much would you pay for a Chris Rock show? <laughs> uh, pretty much my whole paycheck if I want. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a good show. It'll definitely be a good show. It'll be worth it. <laughs> yeah, come on. I spent, what, nearly $300 when I went to go see Slayer on their final tour, and it was worth it. See? Do it. Do it. If it's worth it, just do it. YOLO. Yeah, especially if he has, like, backstage backstage passes or something <laughs> oh yeah yeah it'll be funny if he says what you, you here to slap me too <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh my god i just feel for him i if, even if i wasn't a comedian but just as a comedian knowing that I'm not a type of comedian that will make fun of people that's in the audience. I may speak to people in the audience, but I'm not going to call out any, you know, anything on them because, you know, I know that makes people feel uncomfortable. That's just not my comedic style. And I don't think that that's um, Chris Rock's comedic style as well. But I don't want people to think because the next thing was the comics are like saying, well, that kind of opened the door for like the hecklers and the people to walk up on stage and do something to them. I wish you would. No, <laughs> I wish you would come on stage. No, but you know, it, it, I don't think it leads to that. I don't think people would do that. Hecklers, they're going to be there, but I don't think anybody's going to be bold enough to just walk up on stage and, and pop you. I just don't. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's always good that, uh, you know, they're always checking people's bags for weapons, you know, knives, anything, because you don't know in what way peop, uh, things could escalate, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, and also, um, it's funny how they're saying that after this whole uh, slap situation, some comedians are saying that they, they don't feel safe anymore because, you know, they can have anybody walk up to them and slap them, punch them, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you name it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's scary, but I mean, I, it's not going to stop me. I'm going to still, I'm going to still get up on stage when I get ready to and just pray on it and hope that nobody, well, I'm always with people. So if somebody comes storming the stage, they just better watch their back. <laughs> yeah, same here. You know, we're, uh, some of us are still, you know, brave enough to walk up on stage. But, you know, like, like you said, maybe stay away from making uh, jokes out of the audience or, you know. Uh, it's, it's up to every comedian how they want to do their comedy but yeah what you're saying yeah it's it's a, a safe way to do it as well and like you mentioned you know there's hecklers uh, I've been in a, at a couple of shows that you know as an spectator see some hecklers and uh, at one point I saw this guy was heckling so much that uh, there was a security guy who approached him. I think he stopped because they told him that if he continued that he was going to get thrown out or something you know mm -hmm. that, that yeah, and even at um at an improv, you know, I saw this uh this well-known comedian. I, I'm not gonna say names, but 
one time uh, he was saying a joke about Trump, you know, back when he was still president. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a girl at an audience who uh, said something that he didn't like. She was saying, I think she was a Trump supporter because she said uh, something positive about Trump. And then he said a joke uh, that she didn't like. Uh, and she even cried, like she cried and she she left, you know, and her boyfriend followed her. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was really bad. So, you know, like I said, a lot of things can happen when you're at uh, comedy shows, even uh, as an expectator or as a comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's true. I've gotten echoed one time. And it was actually from the people that I was with, like my group of people. I heard the noise. This person was heckling everybody that came on stage and we kept trying to shush him like come on like stop and so when I went up there I just knew he wasn't going to heckle me but he did and I was like okay I had to stop my whole show and was like look <laughs> this is not what we're gonna do so they got him out of there immediately to because it just it messes with your mind even if you're a seasoned comic it throws you off your game it can throw you off of your game um, and then you got to try to recover. You're like, okay, what was I talking about? <laughs> what happened? So it's just unnecessary. I, I can't stand hecklers. It's just like, what's the purpose? If you want to be on the mic, then get your ass up here and get on the mic. Other than that, shut up. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, well, you see all kinds of people. Uh, it kind of reminds me, uh, I don't know if you've seen this uh, Albert Brooks movie called uh, Looking for Comedy in the Muslim World. Um oh, no. Yeah, well, so this this movie is great because, you know, you have this comedian and actor, uh, Albert Brooks. Mm-hmm. He is assigned by the U.S. government to travel to India to see what makes people in India laugh. And he actually scheduled a comedy show at this venue where they didn't have any, uh, where they didn't sell any food. Uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't even have access to bathrooms or anything. And he, he did his show, you know, what, whatever people find funny in the U.S., they laugh. But in India, uh, nobody said a thing. They were just like listening silent mm-hmm. and it made him really nervous. You know, he even started stroking the, the microphone like uh, he's like, why am I here? What am I doing here? You know, <laughs> oh my God. yeah. So that's sometimes, crazy. yeah, that's sometimes you you're at that kind of atmosphere at, at open mics yeah people don't laugh or like like did and you're like was I funny or you know am I being annoying what's going on <laughs> right exactly you just you don't know and it's just like but you don't want anybody heckling you that's just the worst feeling like why are you here why don't you come out tonight <laughs> why why are you disturbing me <laughs> Yeah, I would say during comedy shows, I'm actually the tamest guy out there. I was usually just drinking whiskey and Coke, sitting there just laughing. <laughs> yeah, whiskey is my favorite too. And when I go out, I just go out to enjoy myself. And I just, I don't get the whole concept of people like yelling out. Like, what do you say? And half the time they don't understand. We can't hear you. We can't hear what you're saying. All we hear is, oh, 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 you know, <laughs> like, what is that noise? <laughs> like, stop yelling. I can't hear you. I don't understand what you're saying half the time. So shut up. Just, you are, it's an annoying, like a little, uh, a little bug in your ears. Like, shut up. You're messing up my concentration. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>
I, we, we've seen a lot of things, right, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've seen people actually heckle at metal concerts, too. Like, like they, they'll talk trash about the guitarist or singer. Like, oh, you think you can do this? Come upstage. <laughs> right. Like, what are you talking? Are you supposed to be here to enjoy the music? That's why you paid for your ticket and you're here. So now you want to play the guitar? Okay, so you do your own show. Let me come to your show and watch you play the freaking guitar. And I'm going to heckle you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, for me, I just go to the concerts and have fun. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the reason why you went out. You know, you had a, a long day at work or a long week or whatever. The weekend's here. You want to go and enjoy whatever concert, a music concert, a comedy concert, whatever it is. That you should, you should want it. But people, it's the alcohol. That's what it is. People get alcohol in them and they don't know how to make you know hold themselves and they just have to blurt stuff out like just need to say weird stuff and you're like okay why why are you here especially when they fight people in the crowd it's just annoying mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. annoying. It, it reminds me of what we've seen at the santa fe spring swap meet well um i i think i only see one I, I saw an argument there you know because sometimes at that swap meet they had like little uh concerts or you know small gigs and stuff and yeah people end up fighting i think i saw a video in which this person grabbed the beer and poured it in, in <gasps> someone's head yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah That's so extreme <laughs> well i've been to the anaheim chin reaction and i i forgot what group was playing i think it was a dri and two drunk girls were fighting in the pit oh wow <laughs> Like hair pulling and punching each other and cussing at each other. Wow. It's just like, why? (laughs) Like, yeah, we had a few drinks, but why fight? Yeah. Where are your friends at? They probably drunk too and want to fight too. It's like somebody has to be sober and like, okay, come on, friend. Let's walk this way because you're drunk. And I don't feel like dealing with all of that. Like it has to be at least one person in the group to like, guide all the drunk people <laughs> yeah especially when mosh pits happening you don't want to do that oh right because if you all on the ground somewhere it's over <laughs> you're getting stopped <laughs> yeah <laughs> or maybe they were mushing right mike it, it, that was their way of doing it since you know oh. since they're girls <laughs> No, I've actually, I could tell they were drunk. Like one of them got near me and I could just smell the liquor off of them. Like, yeah, this one's had a few. Yeah, that's bad. (laughs) Yeah, she better not try to fight me because I'll I'll yank her by her hair and just like do that. um, What is it like that hammer throw? (laughs) I just talked. Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm in the pit. I just want to have a great time. Like I'm stage diving, pitting and going wild, but in a good way. Right. Exactly. There's a whole purpose to the pit. And you in here drunk and being one to fight is not one of the things that's supposed to be happening. <laughs> well, it's funny. Those two girls got thrown out and they, they were still fighting in the parking lot. I'm like, sheesh. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. That is just too crazy. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, this reminds me of what happens at wrestling matches. I mean, not, not only... Be- with the wrestlers, but also when it involves the audience too, right? When they get injured uh, at a wrestling match, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's bad too. I, 
I used to like wrestling. I used to like watching like WWE. Well, it wasn't called WWE. It was called WWF back when I watched it. And definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was like so entertaining. And people would get injured. I mean, I, it's for fake anyway, but still, you know, but they throw stuff into the audience and, you know, the audience get involved and do all that stuff. It's just like, ugh, that's a lot too. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I heard a story uh, from my mom because uh, my dad used to be a wrestler back in the day, you know, before I was born. And uh, yeah, she she told me that um, there was this wrestling match back in the 70s or the 80s in Mexico. And uh, this wrestler flew out of the the ring, you know, because uh, the other wrestler threw him and he fell on top of an old lady. Oh. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, you know, miraculously she survived, oh. and uh, the venue, you know, they decided to allow her to go to wrestling matches for free. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if she took advantage of you know the benefit that she was given, but I'm like, wow, you're she's gonna be able to go and watch wrestling matches, you know, until she dies. <laughs> right, and hopefully she they gave her like a boxy way up in the air somewhere, so she won't be scared to be down there at the bottom and get hit again. Uh-uh. She probably don't want to be at the bottom no more. <laughs> oh, scary stuff, yeah. <laughs> I've only been to one wrestling event uh, when they're at the Honda Center. I think it was Monday Night Raw was uh, having mm-hmm. a show. Mm-hmm. And I was in the high seats. I couldn't afford uh, the front row. Right. I wouldn't want to be in no front row anyway. Maybe I'd rather be front row at a show. <laughs> Yeah, maybe in maybe the floor seats were kind of back, <laughs> kind of back real far. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the Monday Night Raw show that was here, it was pretty cool. Like I think The Rock made a return, and he said, "Okay, I'm going to be at WrestleMania to see this match go on." I'm like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's when I watched um, when The Rock was on there. Yeah. It was like when he just he he just started and then through when he, you know, got off and was doing acting or whatever. Um, that's when I and then I stopped watching it after that. When he got WWE, I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I, I'd rather watch other wrestling promotions now because there's some good ones and then some that are just so underground like you have to look for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I would like an underground one better than this they have on tv because this is like uh this is really for entertainment entertainment for real <laughs> yeah there's this hardcore one from japan uh, it's called fmw and it's really insane like it's extreme mm, okay i'm gonna have to check that out like there's exploding barbed wire matches where oh. i think you barely touch the barbed wire and there's a little pyrotechnics going off <laughs> Wow, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> they do get hurt, but they, they don't like they don't get really, really hurt. It's just for the show. Right. Wow. Yeah. And what was it? The promoter of it? Like he competes in those matches and like, he doesn't care. Oh wow. Mm-mm. That's too much. But it is, it is, it's good. I like it. I do like it. Yeah. I, I like hardcore wrestling. Like if it's extreme and graphic i'm in <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like uh what was it ecw i like that because um i think one of the most well-known wrestlers uh terry funk 
Mm. He's still competing today, and he's like in his seventies. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like 75, 76 years old, and he's still going. Wow. That's yeah, it's great. Nice to see people uh, at that age and still wrestling, that's uh, that's encouraging. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he's been doing it for years. Like I think since the 70s, he's been fighting. Wow. Oh, I, see him. I just looked him up. He's 77 years old. So oh, yep. he looks good. He looks good. I guess. I mean, hey. That's why he's got the Still nickname, is. the hardcore living legend. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> he is hardcore and he is alive. So, wow. I guess if you enjoy doing it, then keep it going. Yeah, yeah, I I'll, guess I'll, I guess the reason why he has been able to continue wrestling is because maybe he has a special diet and he has to exercise, you know, he has to keep himself active so that he's still able to uh continue wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's this other wrestling promotion, but I would say avoid it because it's really graphic. It's called a combat zone wrestling. Okay. Yeah, it's really bloody and really violent. I'm like, geesh. Oh, yeah. See, I can't do that one because I'll be squinting. Like, oh, ah, wow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because he's barbed wire and thumbtacks and those uh, lighting uh, tubes. I'm like, geesh. Uh, it sounds like, um, what is that new thing? Um, it sounds like jackass stuff. <laughs> Look how they beat on the jackass. <laughs> oh, Steve Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Steve. I think he did a comedy special, and I watched it. It's actually pretty funny. Really, like stand up? Yeah, he does stand up. Wow, I didn't know that. And okay. he's actually pretty funny. He's got some good jokes. Okay, I'm gonna have to check him out. Yeah, I'll be interested in uh, seeing uh, Steve the next time he's at a show because uh, prior to the pandemic, I noticed that he did a show, but back then I was. Uh, uh, I was too busy, so I couldn't um, buy a ticket to go see him. But yeah, I'll definitely check him out the next time he's around. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see what's going on with that. Yeah, I didn't know he. I, mean, I didn't know he did stand up. Yeah, and I also noticed that uh, Johnny Knoxville was at the. Uh, at a wrestling event recently, not as an spectator, but he was actually uh, wrestling. Uh, right, Mike? Yeah, he was at the Royal Rumble this year. Oh, okay. But he didn't last long. He he got eliminated within a minute. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this Saturday and Sunday is uh, WrestleMania, and he's actually going to compete. Okay. Yeah, it's it's going to be like I guess no rules like. Anything goes. He ain't gonna last. <laughs> I'm like, please, Knoxville. Like, you can do all this crazy stuff. Just don't. We don't want to hear you got concussed again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna make it. <laughs> He'll be like here seen, for a show. That's it. Like we've seen yeah. him do crazy stuff. Just no. <laughs> like he needs to stop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a different level of crazy. Like, uh, it, that's not jackass. That's beyond jackass. <laughs> yeah. It is beyond jackass. Like you are done, dude. Just go watch it. Just watch it on the side because this is like real deal. Like mm-mm. he won't make it. <laughs> I would say he'll, if he makes it past five minutes, he's got my respect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll give him that five minutes. Then you good. Three minutes, 
you need to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, interesting stuff, you know. It's the all all these ways in which you can get injured or uh you know, kind of like jackass, you know. Imagine if uh there were women doing like uh the the latest uh, jackass movie, you see some girls doing certain things, but imagine if there were girls doing all the things that you see those guys doing uh, in jackass. <laughs> oh my god, I would be oh no, I'll be, I'm so scary of anything, so I know I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, me neither, because, you know, I don't bike ride, I don't skate, so to say, oh, I'm going to skate, uh, you know, see how much I can last in this, you know, going down the stairs or something, no, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, because I already know I'm going to hurt myself, and then they eat nasty stuff, and I can't eat nothing nasty, and then oh, that's just self injuring yourself like knowing that you're gonna hurt yourself is i can't do it i, I can't do that yeah if you've seen the the jackass films then yeah you've probably seen all the nasty things they've been eating <laughs> yeah i can't oh my god i just really really can't one of my favorite i don't even think they come on anymore is um dang what is the name of that they oh it was at the tip of my tongue it is they do like the race, amazing race, amazing race used to come on back in the, on channel two, um, on CBS. And they used to have couples and they race. And when they got to like different countries, they would have to eat stuff. And that's where people would just freaking gag. I'm like, I always wanted to go on amazing race, but when they have to eat something, that's where I'll be like, I'm out. I can't do it. <laughs> I cannot eat. I can't eat nothing crazy. I can't. Mm -mm. yeah ex exactly like uh even when you eat normal stuff you know like if you eat too much of it you can mm -hmm. bag as well because uh when i was a teenager there was uh this event you know there's a carnival and everything turned out that it was a church event <laughs> and then they had uh there was a pie eating contest and uh one of the people at the contest contest ended up uh, throwing up which is pretty weird yeah it depends on what type of pie i think it was uh cherry pie oh uh, i'm more of a pumpkin pie kind of guy <laughs> and then there was this contest that you know you probably remember these uh, as a kid where you would put we keep put, putting marshmallows in your mouth and saying chubby bunny to see yeah. how many marshmallows you <laughs> Yes. Oh, my God. You would just really gag on that. On those marshmallows. It's all in your mouth. Ugh. I think it was on A Thousand Ways to Die. I think these girls were trying it because I guess they didn't like this one girl and she ended up choking. Oh, on the marshmallows? Yeah, because uh, there's a weird story. Like, they were all friends, but then the girl got older and I guess they hate her now because she's always mean to them. Oh, wow. So they said, okay, let's play a game, you know, and they do the chubby bunny thing. And then she thought she won, but she was actually choking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, that's extreme. I can't, mm -mm. I'm not playing none of those games. <laughs> now, I'd rather roast marshmallows, sit there and just relax. Right. <laughs> Eat them the right <laughs> way. <laughs> yep. Not yeah. in your mouth. 
I would just say, you know what, I'm done. You know, uh, I lose whatever, but I'm not gonna put any more marshmallows in my mouth. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Because all it takes is one marshmallow to go right down in your throat right there and get stuck. And you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of this uh, Rose McGowan movie. Uh, this they, It was like a nice movie, I think, Jawbreaker, where uh, oh, yeah. they were... Uh, yeah, they were high school girls, and then they pick up their friend who had a birthday, and then they put a jawbreaker in her mouth, and then it turns out that she choked, and they were trying to figure out ways to cover up the whole uh, choking situation, and they even got a, a guy in jail for doing that. Yep, yep, I've seen that movie. I like that movie. My yeah, mom loves it, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I, I don't know if you guys know, but the guy who went to jail in the movie is actually Marilyn Manson. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think he was I still dating. Yeah, I think he was still dating Rose McGowan back then, and that's how they got him in the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to have to watch that again. I can watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing about, about TV right now that uh, even though uh, regular TV sucks, you have all these uh, platforms you can go to, to, you know, you can watch different movies. Mm-hmm. It's too many. It's too many streaming services now. It's like ridiculous. And I probably have about all of them, but it's still <laughs> <laughs> because they have like one, like if each of them have like one show that you may want to see. And so then you get it and then you get the free version and then they'll show you one episode and they'll be like, if you want more, you got to get the monthly subscription. I'm like, oh my God, you suck. You yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's what Peacock did with uh, The Office. If you want to see the entire show, you have to have a premium subscription. <laughs> That's just like ridiculous. I just can't. I said I was going to cancel most of those and just be like, forget it. Because I, if I can't record it, like I have, um, I use Sling. And I love Sling because I could, cannot stand cable. Um, where I live now, I can't get um, direct TV. So I, I got Sling. And I've been using Sling for the past like five years. I love it. Um, but then I get some of the... Um, streaming services with sling i can record stuff because i never know what time stuff comes on anymore like i don't have time to know such as that's come on at eight o'clock on channel four like i don't i can't i have too much in my head i can't think of all that stuff so if i can record it and watch it later we're good but on them streaming services i can't record it so i don't even know when that stuff comes on and i forget so all those streaming services are just sitting there till i remember oh i was watching the fresh prince of bel-air on peacock and I need to finish doing those like months later. So it's just like a waste. <clears throat> I think with Peacock, the first two seasons of Office is free, and then after you have to subscribe. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because I, I I do have my free subscription, which I don't use anymore. And uh, yeah, you're right. I only got to the first two seasons, and then they told me, yeah, you want to see more, you got to get premium. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm already paying too much for Netflix, and which yeah. is weird because uh, back when Netflix was like the only uh, streaming service, it made sense for them to uh, charge high, uh, you know, 
you charge a lot every month, but now that there's competition and you can actually find better shows in other platforms, it's actually strange that uh, Netflix uh, still keeps jacking up their prices. Yeah, they do. And I, but I, I kind of understand because I even though with all of those um with all of those streaming services, I always revert back to Netflix, and so that's something that we you know a routine we know netflix like we know how to use netflix we know the platform but when you go to a new streaming service okay all right where is these where's that and how do i use oh forget it i'm off of this thing i'm going back to netflix because i know where to find my movies <laughs> yeah maybe that's why they're doing this because they know that we are more familiar with uh using netflix mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i just really learned how to use Netflix, because I was all over the place on, on there, maybe like in the past, like maybe like two or three years, I just figured out like where all the stuff is and what all, you know, this, this on my right hand side, I can do search and this stuff. I didn't know. Every time I would turn on Netflix before that, I'll be like, I'm not doing this. Like, it's so confusing. I don't know what's on here. And I don't know what the whole big deal about Netflix is because I can't find any movie on here. So, but now... I guess during the pandemic, I've learned how to use Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I get mad with Netflix, though, when they take off, like, really good movies that I really enjoy. Yeah, let's just leave them on there. Like, when they had, uh, what was it, Beavis and Butthead do America? Like, I loved that movie as a kid, and they only had it for one month, and they said, oh, sorry, we're taking it away. Oh, that sucks. Because <laughs> that, that movie's funny. Like, they go... Like in parts of America, and they do just stupid stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, they should have left that on there. They leave all that other dumb stuff on there. Like, why would you take that off? Well, I'm glad they have Trailer Park Boys still there because I love that show. It's hilarious. Mm. Okay, I have to check that one out. Yeah, it's not appropriate for the kids. That's all, that's all I'm saying because there's a lot of foul language and some sexual jokes here and there. Oh, yeah, that's good for me. I don't have no kids, so I'm good. <laughs> 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 like i think uh my wife's favorite character uh, his name is bubbles like he wears his goofy glasses and he's well-mannered <laughs> but he's crazy <laughs> yeah that is my favorite character <laughs> yeah you need to watch it like i'd say watch up to season seven or eight and it'd make total sense but season nine through 12 is just weird <laughs> okay we took a different turn on it yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I have to try. I'm gonna have to watch that. Uh, another thing that's funny about Netflix is that if they keep taking off uh, the Hangover and putting it back on. Like I think if you go to Netflix right now, you're gonna see that it's back on. So oh, uh, it is. Yeah, because yeah, uh, years ago when I first got Netflix, I noticed that they removed that novela that my mom and I like. So I called them and they said, "Yeah, we removed it." So uh, the one way for Netflix to get uh, put a show back on is if there's like a petition, like if a lot of people gather up and petition it to be back on the platform. They told oh. me. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that, that's something I consider back then. But now with all these uh, new platforms, I would say, oh, no, you know, just. Um, I'll find it over it, here. <laughs> Yeah, like if you like Spanish language novelas, what's funny is that when something gets removed from Netflix, it suddenly appears on Hulu. <laughs> right, exactly. Now, Hulu, yeah, they have a lot of stuff on there. So I like Hulu. Got that one too. 
Hulu. Yeah, I like that. I like Hulu. I like um, what I did like during the pandemic, and they still are doing a little bit of it now. Like um, sh- movies that were in the movie theaters also showed on like HBO Max. So mm-hmm. have to go to the movies because they were going to show it. It was a limited time. You know, you have to watch it within maybe two weeks and then they took it off. But I, I was like, okay, I was able to see like a lot of movies that came out in the movie theater on HBO Max. I like that. That was cool. Yeah, I have HBO Max and I actually enjoy it because they have some good movies and shows I like. Yeah, they do. They really do. And I I, I, I don't think I've been... Oh, no, I took my niece to the movies uh, like late last year, but I haven't been to the movies in a while because I was just kind of, you know, scared still. Um, But it was pretty clean. You know, they, you know, they make sure the seating is not all next to each other. It wasn't even crowded in there anyway, but I was like, I have to eat popcorn. Like, I need the whole movie experience. I need popcorn. I need a Mm -hmm. drink. I need the hot dog and all those things you eat with your hands. So that made me just feel like, oh, do I want to eat this with my hands? I kept putting sanitizer on my hands. I was like, this is this is more work than it needs to be. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. Yeah, and you also see when you go to the movies now, um, you also see they have shortages of certain, like uh, AMC and Regal, I think they're good, but uh, there's this movie theater that we like going to at our local mall. And I think it's, it's twice already that they told us that they're out of hot dogs. <laughs> out of, how are you out of hot dogs in a movie theater? Like, why are you open? This is what? <laughs> That's what I was asking you. Remember, Mike? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I would too. say maybe someone who loves hot dogs so much ordered maybe three or four. <laughs> and they ordered too many. They ordered too many because how do you out of hot dogs? That's crazy. You need to close. You need to go to Costco and go get some hot dogs while, you know, there's it, no way you should be out of hot dogs. There's no way. Oh, yeah. Those Costco hot dogs, they look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good. In fact, I love going to Costco because um, I laugh about this. You can get like a drink and a hot dog for like buck fifty. And- yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's cheap. Very cheap. But I heard because like you didn't need your... um. Membership cards. Member, yeah, but I heard they were asking for membership cards now when there was people buying the hot dogs and drinks. I hope not. That's crazy. You losing money. Yep. Yeah, if to order pizza, they uh, you know, like pizza to go, they they require the the membership as well. Oh my god! See, that's just crazy. You on the outside? If somebody driving past me, like, oh, let me go get a Costco pizza because it's outside. Not even on the inside. You should let people buy them. It's crazy. Yeah. You're losing money. <coughs> well, I love their pizza. Like, I can eat five or six slices yeah. and I'm set. Their pizza is good. <laughs> I love their pizza. Pizza is good. Now I'm craving some thanks to watching Ninja Turtles on HBO Max. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they love their pizza, the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, but I don't like the new Ninja Turtles, to be honest, because uh, Megan Fox is in it, and 
I don't like Megan Fox anymore, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you like Megan Fox? Uh, she's going out with that one guy, uh, oh. Machine Gun Kelly, and I, I don't like him. Like he, he's such a douche. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like he he started problems with uh, Corey Taylor of Slipknot, and they got into a huge argument, and you know, <laughs> it oh. turned into a big thing. Oh. Okay. Well, we don't like Megan Fox. Sorry. Yep. That's why I can't watch live action Transformers either because she's in it. Uh, yeah. She is in those movies. So, yeah, maybe uh, Machine Gun Kelly should do a, a song with Kanye, right? Because they're kind of like at the same <laughs> level right now. <laughs> yeah, being both douchebags at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. They should. He can play the music and he can rap. He was supposed to be at the Oscars too, right, Kanye? Was he? I think so, but they told him that he wasn't welcome anymore because he kept harassing Kim and her new boyfriend. You know what? Kim and her new boyfriend need to stop stop uh, poking the bear. That's what I call it. Just stop for just a minute. Don't post nothing. You already know this dude has mental issues. And anytime you see y'all together, it's just like a Twitter rage. He's going crazy, videoing things. Just unfortunately right now, y'all need to like just take a, in my opinion, take a backseat and have your little situations, but you don't have to jump online and show that he got a tattoo saying, my girl is a lawyer and Kim on his chest and them laying in the bed. Like, it's just like too much. <laughs> too yeah. Much. And- and then I heard the story that um, that Kanye uh, supposedly texted uh, her new boyfriend and he asked, uh, where are you? And he said, oh, I'm, I'm uh, in bed with your wife or something yeah, like that. He did. I'm like, oh, that's savage. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. I don't I can't. He. he Y'all know Kanye is not all there. He's a little ticker ain't ticking all the way around. So you just don't want to mess with knowing somebody is like crazy. You don't want to mess with a crazy person. You willing mm-hmm. to, you have to do anything. And you you are poking the bear. Just stop. Yeah. But but you know what? It's actually a good thing that Kanye was not at the Oscars because you know, with this whole Chris Rock and Will Smith situation, then uh, probably when Will uh, got up, then Kanye would have said, you know what, I got this. And he would have punched Chris Rock, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh no, that would not have been good. <laughs> <laughs> now it will be all over the place and it will be, instead of two guys being involved, it will be three. Yeah, yeah. That would be, that's good that he was not there. That- yeah, I... I- I never liked Kanye, to be honest. Like he just seems so, I don't know, like douchey in a way. He is, you know. He, I used to love Kanye when he first came out. I thought he was very awesome. He, um, you know, did what he had to do. He was a really good singer, and I sing a rapper. I liked what he was doing, and then he flipped. Like and I think it was after his mom passed away. That's when he yeah. flipped. And I don't like this Kanye. This kind Kanye. Have you watched? Um, genius on netflix it's a it's a it's a three-part thing that talks about kanye it's not by kanye it's by one of his really good friends that documented 
his life from when he started as a rapper way back in the day all the way up into present. And mm. he has so much footage. It was awesome. It was a really good documentary. It will show you like the inner workings of Kanye from when he was cool, good. Yeah, you could tell he had some kind of quirks, but he was okay. He was okay. And then his mom passed away. And then you see the whole mental take take charge of his whole life. It's really, 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 it's a really good documentary. I didn't want to watch because I thought it was Kanye talk. I thought it was coming from Kanye, but it's not. It's coming from this guy, um, Cooney. I think this, his name was Cooney. He, he, Kanye was his really good friend and he asked him to document everything, every from when he first started out all the way up through. He even stopped talking to the guy at some point and he was like snubbing the guy. And the whole, it's, it's really good. You should watch, it's called Genius. J-E-E-N-Y-U-H-S. And it's really good. It'll give you a different perspective of Kanye. Yeah, I would say, I remember one incident. It was the VMA, what was it, back 2009, 010? Mm-hmm. And he kind of made an ass of himself on stage, interrupting Taylor Swift's uh, acceptance of like some award. Yeah. That was crazy. That was a turn right there. Like, what are you doing? Like, how are you jumping up on the stage, grabbing her mic and talking and saying, oh, Beyonce is better. What are you talking about? I think Obama yeah. called him a jackass after that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And he is a jackass. <laughs> yep. I, I think he also said that he co-wrote the song that... Um, that Beyonce did, and that's why uh, he said that it was a great song and, and this and that, but then he got, um, he was corrected in that, and they said, oh no, uh, Kanye did not have any uh, mm. any writing credits uh, to this song. Mm. He, he's he's something. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's, it's amazing how much uh, the, you know, there's a turning point that makes every person change. In this case, it was uh, Kanye's, uh, you know, l- like you said, when his mother died, everything changed for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did. That was his turning point because he was very close to his mom. His mom was like one of his biggest cheerleaders. She knew how to deal with him. That was her only child. So like his mom was his home. He know He knew he could get recharged when he went to his mom's home his mom was going to give him everything but when he lost her it was just like all right that's it i'm, I'm my crazy is out and it's never going back in <laughs> it's just not <laughs> yeah and the way he lost her was also sad because if she would have been sick like you know terminal illness or something it kind of like you prepare yourself for that moment, you know, at the possibility of one of your parents dying. But in this case, uh, she died because she underwent uh, cosmetic surgery, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Yep, 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 she did. He told her not to do it, and they were telling her not to do it, but she wanted to do it, and that's how she lost her life. Yep. Uh- but you know, uh, we wish him the best. You know, uh, you know, we wish he could change somehow. You know, get out of this whole new uh, mental problems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because now uh, he he says he's a Christian, but at the same time, he's hanging out with 
people. Well, uh, he hangs out with Justin Bieber, who also says he's a Christian, but also uh, Marilyn Manson is being part of their little trio here because, you know, after he was accused of uh, sexually assaulting all these women, he wants to create a distraction, you know, to maybe to help him stay away from prison, maybe. So, mm, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Crazy stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like Justin Bieber. I never did. And I always found him like, you know, the biggest douchebag in existence. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. It's just something about him that just, I don't know. Don't rub me right. I'm just like, okay, I'm good on Justin Bieber. Yeah. And he got deported at one point, you know, because, you know, he's Canadian. So he did something he was not supposed to be doing. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> years ago yeah that was way before he married uh, Alec Baldwin's niece yeah oh, okay wow yeah he's I don't know there's something about him just don't rub me right I'm like okay all right just to be but they could be yelling for you but I'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't like them <laughs> yeah, I'm good I'm good I'm good yeah, and I think that's our time for this evening, right? It's been an hour. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Margo. We had a great time uh, talking to you today. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me. I enjoyed being on your podcast. I really enjoyed it. So thank you. Yeah. And congratulations on your upcoming wedding. Thank you. Oh, that's a whole nother story. You ain't got time. <laughs> yeah. We wish you uh, all the happiness. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, thank you, our listeners, for uh, joining us this evening. Uh, you know, this is the, the last uh, show of for the month of March. Uh, we will be having more shows uh, coming up in April. And, uh, you know, also... Uh, Quick reminder, uh, we will be having a block party. Um, well, not block party, I'm sorry. A wrap party for our new movie on Saturday. So, yeah, we'll let you know how that goes on our next episode. Yeah. Mike? Yeah, and thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, so I'll talk to you soon. Um, have a good night. Good night. Good night.